Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Good evening. Well, that was very loud in my own ears, let alone yours if you listen to it. Apologise for that. Welcome to Disney Brit Bright Size, episode 32. And uh, we're here with all of the gang because uh, we've got some very exciting stuff to talk about. And uh, Gareth's got something new for us as well. So I suppose we better say hello to the gang. So, hello, John. How are you? Good evening, sir. Apart from being a touch hungover, I am very well. Yeah, you, you went out and had a few drinks, didn't you? Just a couple, yeah. Okay, well, you know, we're all allowed. Hello, Gareth. Good evening. Are you hungover? Uh, no, no, I, I've worked today, so responsibilities and all that. Uh, okay, fair enough. And Susan. Hello, everyone. Are you hungover? No, but my cough's still going. You know, I had a sore throat the other. Oh yeah, weeks yeah. Ago. It's kind of still there, but it won't. It won't ruin Gareth's thing. Don't worry. Whatever, okay. So Gareth's got something for us this evening. We're not quite sure what this thing is that Gareth's got for us, other than we all need um, buzzers. So this could be really interesting. I'm not quite sure what he's up to. Uh, but this evening, what we're going to do is I'm going to do a quick good, bad, ugly, because I've just come back from a weekend in Disneyland Paris. Um, we've got uh, Gareth's quiz, and then that's pretty much the show for this week. So that should be pretty good. So I suppose we should start. Um, should we do my Disneyland Paris stuff first? Is that a good mm -hmm. idea? Okay, so let's yeah, start off in Disneyland that. Paris then. And let's say so get this. This is what we said earlier, get it off my chest. But I suppose just yeah. get it out of the way. It's nothing to get off my chest as such. You're making it sound like it's all horrendous. It's not. I think it was. it's the start of your, your, your trip didn't start well, did it? No. no. Um, so, okay. It was, it, was like, it was like a rubbish sandwich, wasn't it? Yes, it was a little bit of a rubbish sandwich, but I'll, I'll come on to the ugly and stuff to start off with. So I'm going to start off with my good. Um, so my first good, uh, which actually also fits in, comes up in my bad as well, but is also good. Um, I was lucky enough, um, I, I got a bit of an inkling that stuff was going on, and um, Star Tours 2, L'Adventure Continue, whatever it is, um, <laughs> started... Wait soft openings this weekend and uh, actually John was the one who alerted to me sent me a text to say it's open now I was in a bit of a dilemma open, no, no, no. I was in a bit of a dilemma and the reason I was in a dilemma is we decided we were going to take the afternoon or early evening out of the parks so we were going to go and watch the rugby so we went to watch England play uh, the England Island game and we'd watched the first half and I'd had a drink and then um, I thought oh, I'll get another one for the second half so I'm sat there with a full pint of Guinness in front of me and then all of a sudden I get a text from John that says, Star Wars 2, soft opening, now. I was like, huh, what do I do? I've got, I don't know. So I literally downed this pint of Guinness and we marched all the way over to Star Tours, literally at the, the most ridiculous pace, and uh, managed to get on. Those who have not seen it, go to Facebook and you will see, and also some on Twitter, you'll see some of the photos I got to take of everything that was going on. And, it um, looks fantastic. It's they've awesome. done such a good job on the inside. You know, there isn't, 
anything kind of major in the sense that you kind of go through the queue line and they've spruced it up and they put some of the um, sort of screens in now. So we've got sort of digital screens rather than the old rubbish ones that are in there. But the big change certainly is in the second pre uh, key room but the first one has got the new look star speeder now with the red paint star speeder 1000 you've got c3po still in there and obviously r2d2 still in there and the big screen in there showing all the different venues that you know locations you can go to which is really great but it's the second queue room that's changed massively you remember it used to be kind of a, a i don't know what you'd call it really it was it had all of the hanging baskets or hanging cages from above that were transporting parts and all that sort of stuff um, yeah, it was like like, like the luggage. Yeah, it's, it's almost like that. Um, well, you know, that has all gone. They've cleared all of that out. And one of the first things you see as you go into the room is Rex. Rex is sat there in a box. Um, and everyone was getting very excited by this. Um, and you saw Rex. And it's basically become kind of the baggage security room. So you've got a robot who's sat there next to a baggage, baggage scanner. And the stuff goes through the scanner and there's all sorts of stuff that comes up when it x-rays all the different bits and pieces. Um, and then when the baggage disappears off, there's like a really clever effect that makes it look like the baggage is travelling down a tunnel, which is done with light. Um, and it's just quite a nice little different room. It's got uh, harks back to what you see in Disney World as well. Some elements in there that are the same. But they've got some little bits of, of, of differences, which is really cool. Um, so that looks really good and it looks really smart. Uh, you've then got obviously the ride itself well we all if you've been to Disney World and you've been on the ride you'll kind of know a little bit what to expect because they use exactly the same uh, scenes uh, except for from the off we've got the new episode 7 scenes in there as well um, so I got I've read I wrote it twice I was lucky enough to write it twice and um, both times I got some slightly different scenes and I got the episode 7 um, I got John Boyega came up Finn. Is it Finn? Finn. Finn. I got that right? I have got that right. I doubted myself a second. He came, comes up on one of the side screens at one point and then disappears off. So um, it's really cool that they've got those new elements in there as well. i got C-3PO obviously still uh, riding, uh, driving the, uh, piloting the, the Star Speeder. And then you kind of come out the other side and the old kind of arcade, do you remember the old arcade that was there? Uh, that's now yeah. completely gone and that's turned into a Star Wars uh, store which wasn't open but i can tell you now boys and susan there is a new <laughs> star tours t-shirt in there that looks awesome which i will be collecting on my next visit without a shadow of a doubt it's really cool it's just only plain simple nothing difficult complicated but it looks really really good um so i'm going to be probably picking one of those up when we go over in fact you know what i'm going to do as i'm talking about this i'm going to send the photo of that t-shirt to the whatsapp group because you're not supposed to have taken photos in the shop but I managed oh, to sneak was one. Doing that. I, I know, and they basically caught on to it and started <laughs> telling everybody, no photo, no photo, no photo, and all these people were like, yeah, whatever. Right. Um, yeah, so we had loads of photos. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put it up in the WhatsApp group for you all to see it now. Here it is. It's cool. I really like it. Uh, right. There we go. I put it up so you can all see it now. And um, you can't actually. We couldn't actually go through that down into the shop. It took us around a back exit and out that way. But obviously, when it opens, you will be able to. Um, and there's a, a build your own star. Uh, lightsaber areas in there as well and then the outside they've done a lot of changes to it you've got a new entrance area into the actual attraction itself and then you've got an area which is now going to be the new Star Wars meet and greet which is where the old store was um, so all the queue system and everything is all ready for the, uh, for the meet and greet the costumes, the new costumes look really good they look really smart actually it's not very often I see a costume and go I'd love to own one of those but actually I really fancy 
the uh, the new one that they've got. It looks really, really smart. And all of the cast members are wearing new badges with their name on it, Star Tours, and then Opening Team on the bottom of it as well, which is really cool. So there you go. Have you seen the T-shirt? Yeah. I like the t-shirt. I like the t-shirt. Is there anything on the back? I don't know because we weren't. Retro, isn't it? We, yeah, it is quite retro. We weren't able to get anywhere near it, but I managed to get oh, a photo. But I, I like the kind of slightly retro-esque look of it, mm. which is quite. How cool. much do you think it's going to cost? Probably about twenty-five euros ish. I did buy a Star Wars t-shirt while we were out there. That was about twenty-five euros. So it wouldn't surprise me if it's the twenty-five to thirty euro mark. Mm, I think so. But we'll see. Um, but overall, you know, it's <laughs> going to be really, really busy when it opens. Um, and um, I think it's going to now start the Star Tours 5K, which we saw a little bit of, because obviously they've still got all the fencing and everything around it, because it's not officially open yet. And I was about to get on the train at Discoveryland, because that's now reopened, and we were watching over the balcony, and uh, we could see they were about to open the front gates again, and there's a queue of people all waiting to, to go in. And you saw as soon as they get open, everyone cheer, and then you saw the Star Tours 5K start as everyone marched their way forward to get into the attraction as quick as possible um so yeah overall i'm it's a really really good addition so i'm really really pleased with it uh where else do we go with this uh, okay next up i'm going to go out of the park and i'm going to go to vapianos i don't know whether you know much about vapianos at the moment I'm not no 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 one sort of knows at the moment so vapianos to explain to you is a sort of self-service restaurant uh it's a bit of a bizarre combination because it looks like it's a restaurant but it's actually self-service and what you do is you first go in when you arrive you get given a card and you get to look at a menu and the menu's got lots of pizzas pastas antipasties salads those sort of things and you take your card and you decide what it is that you're going to want to eat and you go and queue at one of the venues if it's a pasta one there there's a pizza one and then there's the antipasti and salad one but there's loads of kind of there's multiple ones of them you go and queue up you pick up a tray and a knife and fork kind of canteen style and you go to the front and there's a chef right in front of you and you tell him exactly what you want so i had a chicken alfredo and you get to choose which pasta they use. And it's all freshly made in the restaurant. And they've actually got a kitchen, a show kitchen, where you can see where it's all freshly made. You choose whichever pasta you want. There's a mixture of like 10, I would say, different types of pasta. And then they make your meal in front of you from scratch. Absolutely everything is made. Oh, so, wow. so I had this chicken Alfredo and he made the <laughs> sauce entirely from scratch in front of me cook the chicken in front of me in went the pasta all those bits and pieces so they're making all of this stuff right in front of you and stood and watched him make my food and then serve it up and uh it was really really good the food was kind of it's what i like about it is it's not your standard theme park fare so you've got you know you've got your mcdonald's you've got your rainforest cafes and your annette's diner and all that sort of stuff but this is kind of really fresh kind of fairly healthy food um, which there's loads to choose from in there. Now, food-wise, my the chicken alfredo should have cost me 15 euros, and I got discount on it, 10% discount on my annual pass, so it was 13 euros. It was about 11 pounds, I think, for dinner. Well, that was going to be my question, is do you get annual pass? So, yeah, you get annual pass discount. So, I wasn't, you know, 11 quid, I was like, you know what, that's not that's not bad at all. I can cope with that. Still um, 15 euros is pretty good for something that's been made... Like, yeah, exactly. Made, made right in front of you, really, really fresh. So, uh, yeah. no, I was really pre impressed with uh, with the quality there. Um, wait times weren't horrendous, uh, and then you just go up at the end, you swipe your card over the top, you pay for it, and then you leave. 
Um, so I was really impressed with the the wide selection that's on offer, uh, and also um, uh, with how quick it was when you oh, got served. Oh, that's the other thing I forgot to mention as well. On your table when you sit down, they've actually got pots of fresh herbs. Um, so you literally pick them from the stems. So if you want a bit more basil, right. you just take it. So you can actually put lots <laughs> of fresh basil. Ba- yeah, a bit of basil. Get that on there. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that was pretty good. So Vapianos was on my good list. Really enjoyed that. Uh, what else am I going? Good. Um, load. There seem to be loads of characters about. Loads and loads of characters. And the good thing is they weren't all kind of your usual characters, but there seemed to be loads of them about. And the other thing about it is that although there were loads of characters about, that it was fairly well organised. So they had a Winnie the Pooh and Friends meet and greet. And you went and queued and you met Pooh, Tigger and Eeyore all at the same time. And they were just out on the street, although they'd obviously cordoned it off and, and done it properly. And it seemed that they were actually... Um, we're actually kind of considering this idea with with regards to the characters. So, but there just seemed to be a lot of them out this time, which I thought was really, really good. You know, Mary Poppins was in one corner of the... Uh, just in front of Studio One at one point, And then you had, obviously, Goofy out there as well. You had um, Minnie and then the other Goofy in Disneyland Park. So there just seemed to be a lot of characters I thought was really, really good. So I was really kind of pleased by that. Um, where else am I going? Oh, Ibis Budget. Right, I cannot... I, I cannot speak highly enough of this place because actually nobody considers an ibis budget because it is literally a room with a double bed with a single bunk above it. Um, you've also got um, your shower in the room and you've got a, the toilet in the room as well. So it's kind of one room. It's got a door that separates them off, but nothing more. And it's dirt cheap. Well, it's, let's say dirt cheap. Compared to everything else, it's really, really cheap. Oh. And uh, stayed there again this time. I think it was about... 40 euros a night i think it cost something around there and um i still say that i can go from the ibis budget walk to the metro get on the metro train and be at the entrance of disneyland park quicker than if i was staying at sequoia lodge or cheyenne or santa fe or anything like that it's so easy to get to and it's about 180 per trip on the metro it takes like two minutes on the metro and again it's just so easy to do and it's a good because it was reasonably priced. The location is fantastic because you've even got the Valdi Europe Shopping Centre about three, four minutes walk away. Um, and that whole area there is just really, really good. So um, so I did did go and do that. The other advantage about coming into that train station as well and coming into the metro station, as soon as you come up, you end up with a relay right in front of you. And what we did every morning was went into relay and we bought some drinks and bits and pieces to stick in a backpack and take in. Because when you go into the park, it's €3.50 for a bottle of Coke. And it's two euros in the relay in the shop in the um, in the train station, so already you're saving yourself a, a bit just by doing something like that. So that's well worth thinking about. But just uh, the Ibis budget was brilliant. Um, I've got this in my good, but I've also got it in my bad. Uh, my good, I want a, a good is David at the annual pass, uh, annual pass centre in the park. Uh, David is, I think, one of the kind of supervisors, is one of the managers in the annual pass area. He was brilliant. He finally managed to get to the bottom of the issues that we've been having, and I'll explain a little bit more about that in a second. Um, But David was great, having stood in a queue for nearly an hour. We finally managed to get hold of somebody who was going to do something about it, and he was really, really good, so I'll talk about him in a little while. I'm going to come on to that. Uh, So there are all my sort of goods. I'm going to move on to my bads. Um, Nothing major at all really but um one of the bats is the ratatouille queuing system in the morning 
because and, and this I'll come on to another one, which is the lack of casts at major fast passes. One of the things about Ratatouille, as I think actually theming wise, that area is stunning. It's really great that they've created this kind of Paris that isn't quite Paris, but looks amazing. But if you turn up first thing in the morning, you just can't see any of it because of the swarm of people there is around there. Uh, because there's people all over the place, not entirely sure where that is. They're supposed to be queuing to do this, that, and the other, and there just doesn't seem to be enough cast around. And we were studying one queue at one point, trying to work out whether it was the fast pass queue, whether it was the ride queue. We couldn't quite work it out. It turns out we were in the wrong queue, so we moved to the other queue. And then when you got to the actual fast pass booths itself, people are queuing up and not realizing you can go around to the other four booths rather than just the one that's in front of you. And there's like no cast there whatsoever telling you you can come down to this one or this one and this one or this one so it just ends up this massive mess with all of these people down in it it's a real shame and i think that's something that i've noticed there i also noticed it a big thunder as well that there are a lot of people but not many cast there trying to direct people and help people through quickly which i think is a real shame and i don't know whether that's a conscious thing or it just happened to be that it was really busy um that weekend now this then had a knock-on effect um, with regards to some of the bigger rides, because obviously it meant they were slower. But also with some of the ride closures that were happening, um, we've known this 25th anniversary has been coming for some time. Yes. Yeah, you agree with that? Um, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I just, what I don't understand is why Disney have closed so many major attractions all at the same time. Yeah. Um, and what has meant is Pirates of the Caribbean was closed. The new hyperspace mountain, as it was, closed. Star Tours, in theory, was closed. Um, so you got three major attractions in that park, which meant there was loads more people heading to uh, Big Thunder Mountain. And Big Thunder Mountain was heaving. When I arrived first thing in the morning, I went to get fast passes. I ended up in a fast pass queue that snaked halfway around Frontierland, which obviously, because it's busy. Then Big Thunder had shut down. It had... Um, it had broken down and this was about an hour into the park being open and there were probably i'm not joking two and a half thousand people hanging around big thunder just hoping it'll open because it was the only big e-ticket really ride that was still in the park and it meant there was a massive queue for it and on the first day we're there on the saturday big thunder broke down three times and uh it seems that they're having massive reliability issues with big thunder at the moment um, with it just continually closing down uh, and that kind of I'll, I'll talk a little bit about how I know about that uh, a little bit later on when I talk about um, the annual pass stuff but that was really disappointing um, the other thing I found with Big Thunder and this, I, I, I contemplated whether to put this on the list or not because I didn't know whether it was just purely me being old but what I've noticed since Big Thunder has opened is the noise of Big Thunder now is almost deafening. They've kind of got this rumble sound on the tracks now and there's a vibration that goes through the cars. And I came, I went on Big Thunder twice while we were there and both times I came off with ringing in my ears because it is so loud now. And I get that it's loud. The idea is it's a rickety kind of runaway train. But there's just this kind of what can I only describe as this roller coaster hum that you kind of get when coasters are on tracks but it is deafening it's so loud it's unreal and it's kind of made me think I I love going on Big Thunder but I'm now thinking do I want to keep going if it's going to deafen me which it seems to be doing and the and the other thing is you can now you can hear that roller coaster track sort of sound from Big Thunder when you're studying Frontierland so it kind of ruins a little bit of the atmosphere and the ambience of the area 
and you can kind of consciously hear this noise in the background. It'd be really interesting, John, when you go, because you're going, it's this week, isn't it? Uh, Thursday. Thursday. It'd be really interesting yep. to see if um, you, if the, the sound's still there or not. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out when you come back. So you was hearing this in the queue and obviously on the ride as well. Yeah, when you're on the ride, it's really loud. But then um, when you're kind of walking around Thunder Mesa, you can just hear this noise in the background of this train. And it's just so loud the whole time. It's a shame. It's really weird. And I don't know what it is they could have done to it. But it is, is really, it, really strange. Is it that it is actually really loud, or is it because Thunder Mesa has been so silent for so long that you're just more aware? No, of genuine. <laughs> no, I think it genuinely is that it's become really loud. It's really weird. I don't know how to how to describe it. Is it on purpose, or is it a bit of a fault? Well, I don't know. And then they've obviously done a lot of work on it and replaced a lot of stuff. And I don't know whether it's. I shouldn't think it's still bedding in now. Having opened in November. Yeah. Um. But I don't oh, know. Did they change much of the track? I, I thought it was more. I, oh, I didn't like think they had. They yeah, I didn't think they had. Big Thunder itself, the actual mountain looks amazing. Now they've repainted it all. It looks really good. But it's just this noise now, which is really weird. I don't get it. Um, what? The other one. Now, it's what's really interesting is when Katie did her last trip, she said on her good was smoking. Uh, and they seem to have it under control. I experienced completely opposite this weekend. There people smoking all over the place. There was one point, we were watching Dreams on Sunday, Saturday night and two guys on either side of us lit up a cigarette midway through Dreams and were stood smoking through Dreams in the middle of Main Street. And you're like, just, why? That comes and goes, that. It that does seem to. Thing, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does it seem to. I went in October. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when I went in November, it was fine as well. Yeah, and it, was, it was good on John, making, yeah. They were making announcements in the queues and... <laughs> Yeah, I've seen, I've seen that there's a few more signs up, but the signs are incredibly busy. What's really interesting is they did a uh, there was an announcement that I've not heard before that came just before the parade, which said you should not be using. Please do not use self selfie sticks. In it actually said please do not use self selfie sticks in the park, not just on rides. So I don't know whether something's happened, but they were obviously putting it just before the parade so people didn't start get them in the way of people and that sort of stuff so i don't know uh that was my only that was my bads really and uh, my only ugly is the new big thunder scene oh which is going to probably shock quite a few people listening and the reason is because it's not working properly um i kind of i've kept away from looking at any of the videos of it because i wanted it to be a real surprise when we arrived we went on it and we were going on the lift hill and there was kind of the I don't know whether you guys have seen it. John, have you seen kind of what it's about? I've seen uh, I've seen the Californian one. Yeah. Um, and from what I hear, it's pretty much identical. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be. So they have all of the fuses, and the idea is all the fuses are lit, and they all go towards the explosion at the top. It's a big explosion, load of smoke, and the, the idea is it all blows up. Problem is, none of the projection was working. So all we got was some fuses and some smoke. Oh, and it looked, it looks <laughs> terrible. That's the, the problem. Effect when it is working. Yeah. Is actually and having looked impressive. at the videos, I was like, wow, that's amazing afterwards. And I was like, it actually looks naff without the projections. It looks, it's really terrible. Because I came off and I said to go, what do you think? She went, it wasn't much, was it? And it does, it does look really terrible. It's like Disco Yeti, but for Big Thunder. <laughs> 
It's like it doesn't. There's any, and I wonder whether part of the issue with it breaking down is because that projection keeps breaking and they keep stopping it from working because of that, and whether they've got to the point where they just go, it's not going to work. We just have to try. See, this. I've I've heard that the reason it keeps breaking down, and I'll put breaking down in better commas, yeah. because they can't keep up with the amount of smoke that's being used. Really. For the explosions, yeah. Um, and apparently ah. every time it goes down, they're having to refill the machine that pumps the smoke out. I don't know if that has to oh, okay. that is, but um, that's what I've heard. But California, I've been on California's one oh gosh, many times, and it's it's never, I don't think I've ever not seen it work. No. It's weird. It's weird. I don't get it. But hey, there you go. Um, they've re, they've kind of re-energized the water as well when you dip down into the lake. It goes everywhere. It's massive. Uh, <laughs> which is really cool. Working. Yeah, the geyser's working. Yeah, geyser was working as well. I forgot to say, I've forgotten another good, which I've got to put on the list. And this is honest cast members, right? Because, you know, Disney always teach their cast members that when a ride goes down, they go, I'm sorry, it's not working. Um, hopefully, it'll be up again soon. Uh, we're not quite sure when that's going to be, etc., etc. And they kind of very vague. Um we went to go on Big Thunder, not Big Thunder, on Buzz Lightyear on the final Sunday. And we got there and it was closed. And we went, oh, no, it's closed. He said, yes, I'm sorry. I said, was it you? And the cast member went, no, 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 it wasn't me. It was a guest. They jumped out of the carriage and started walking through the attraction. So we had to stop it. <laughs> and at the moment, the maintenance people are in there to check none of the attraction is broken. And if that's okay, we'll open again in a moment. <laughs> I was Brilliant. like, pretty certain you're not supposed to tell me that. <laughs> I love that honesty. Love I love it. the fact that you're honest. That's quite cool. Thanks a lot. Um, so, uh, so that was really cool. I just love the fact that he was just totally and utterly, 100% completely honest, which was brilliant. Um, I'm going to put one other ugly in right at the end, and it's a very minor ugly, and that's just the number of uh, walls that currently are in Discoveryland. But that's obviously started going to start to come down soon with Star Tours opening and uh, Hyperspace Mountain and all that sort of stuff. Um, but Discovery Land is a very, very empty land at the moment. Very, very empty. Um, and nobody is really venturing round to uh, the Pixar shorts. Because if you go round past the Nautilus, you can't actually get through. Uh, and you have to go all the way around to Star Tours and past it. And there's like still a little entrance that will take you through to where the actual cinema or theatre is. That's not getting much love at the moment. Um, but yeah, there was that was basically the trip. Um, so to kind of give you a little bit about, yeah, you said it was a bit of a bad sandwich in, uh, with a good bit in the middle. So we had some issues, two issues actually. EasyJet is number one, and um, the annual pass bit was number two. So let me just sort of explain a little bit with EasyJet. And it, I don't oh, just does made in because they if they're going to schedule flights, they need to do it slightly differently. So um, we had a flight that was due to leave at uh, twenty two. Seven, um, and we were supposed to get in in time to be able to go and catch our twelve-minute um, uh, train from the uh, train station all the way to Disneyland Paris. And basically, EasyJet overran and overran and overran. They weren't delayed. The the plane was there. There was no issue whatsoever. It just took them so long to get themselves sorted. By the time we finally took off, we took off late. And by the time we landed, we landed late. And then we sat somewhere in the middle of Charles de Gaulle Airport for ages before we were taken to our terminal. And then we got off and we missed it and we ended up using Uber and spending 48 euros on a transfer. Um, it was either that or an hour and a half on the metro. So what I've learned is from now on, no longer buying a train ticket. I'll just get it when I get there. Um, and uh, we finally arrived at the hotel. No problems, you know, settled in for the night. All good. Um, the next morning, 
having spent a long time on the phone with Disney's annual pass office and all those people and them apologising profusely to me about the issues they've had with the direct debit system all that sort of stuff got to the entrance of the park to go in and we got um, red light when we went to use our annual passes and uh, the cast member said I'm sorry you can't come in it is blocked so what do you mean it's blocked so the annual passes are blocked you have to go uh, to guest services Got to guest services, massive queue. Um, got to the front to speak to somebody, and they're like, well, you, you can't have paid for it. And I showed them the email to say, look, payments are up to date. It's all done, you know. Uh, oh, well, we can't ring the annual pass office. They don't open for 20 minutes. So, great. So we had to, also, what do I do? You have to just wait. So we stood there for 20 minutes, waited, and at exactly the point at 10 o'clock when it opened, went back and said, right, you need to ring them. Rang them, and they said, yeah, oh, yes, yes, the, the payments have all gone through. Um, the annual will unblock the annual pass in the next five minutes so they can go in. So they allowed us in, and um, we said, Right, I'm not having this, I'm sick to death of what's going on here. We're going to the annual pass office, and we're going to get this sorted right now. So we went all the way to the annual pass office, massive queue at the annual pass office. It becomes apparent uh, the reason that is is because last weekend was the last weekend before the new annual passes come out in which people can upgrade and isn't a blackout date. So everyone was turning up to renew their annual passes with the old annual pass because it's the last time they're going to get to do it. So there were some people who I am not joking will have been in that <coughs> queue for two and a half, maybe three hours just to go and get their annual pass renewed. Um, so we were stood in the queue originally. We spoke to a woman and she went, oh, I see the problem. Um, I'll go and speak to my manager. Off she goes to her manager. She comes back. Manager says, they're unblocked now. They're all working. I was like, well, yeah, I know that because I'm in the park. <laughs> so I... It's not what I asked you. I said, this needs sorting with the problem. So off she went. I'll be back in five minutes. Didn't come back. Didn't hear anything. Spoke to another cast member looking for that, saying we're looking for this cast member. She said she'd be back in five minutes. She didn't come back. He said, yeah, I'll sort it. He wandered off to sort somebody else out. Three times I asked him and finally went in. And that's the point when David came out from the annual pass team. And David was a, was very apologetic for everything that had gone on. And he actually explained a little bit about what's been going on with it. So, um, you know, I don't know whether... You, uh, did I mention on air about that... Um, the annual pass team said that they would have somebody who speaks English that you could speak to if you struggled with French. No. Nope. Right, so um, I can speak French, but I'm not fluent enough to be able to communicate. So uh, we were told that if we rang the number in order to sort out the issues we'd had in annual pass, there would be always someone there who could speak English. So we rang them, and it turns out there wasn't always someone there who spoke English. And when we reported it back to Disney, it turns out that Disney investigated, and there wasn't someone who could speak English. Because it turns out, when you speak to the finance team for the annual passes, you're not speaking to Disney. You're speaking to an external finance company. And this external finance company promised Disney they would always have an English speaker in the office, and they hadn't been doing it. So that's the reason you couldn't speak to anyone. And then when we talked about the fact that you, whether or not you could pay the... Because we said we just want to pay the remainder via card. We'll just pay it off now so I haven't got to worry about this while we're not here. And he said, well, there's a slightly diff slight difference in law in France where you can't just ring up a company and then be able to accept card payments over the phone unless they're registered and there's all this legal stuff that's been done. And he said, but I'm sure this finance company should be able to take a card payment from you. He said, I'll give them a ring on Tuesday, so tomorrow. I'll give them a ring, and hopefully we'll get it all sorted for you. So he was really apologetic and uh, all about that. And I said, you know, obviously this direct debit system. When I spoke to somebody, they said, well, are we supposed to know 
every direct every bank in the world who accepts and doesn't accept direct debits and i said well yeah you set the system up yeah and it turns yeah. out that what had happened was disney had set the system up and banks in england had said they were going to accept this direct debit thing and then loads of them turned around and said no we're not um oh, so yeah. he listed a few that were off so disney have obviously learned that this is an issue since they've done it with everybody so we apologised for that as well. And he basically turned around and said, look, we're really, really sorry about what's going on. You know, it isn't your fault. You've tried to sort it. You know, we apologise for you being blocked. He said, to sort it all out, then um, I'm going to extend both your annual passes by three months. So we've got three months free on our annual pass, which is brilliant. So it was supposed to run out in October. Now it runs out in January, which is really good. And he said, and on top of that, I'll give you... Um, some fast passes but they're not fast passes the idea is you're supposed to go straight to the exit and get on straight away um turns out that they actually use the disabled line for it and it doesn't quite work in the way that it should but i'm not going to complain too much about that um but what he said was and this is really interesting and he said right what would you like a, a fast pass for said well you're in the park today how about uh would you like one for buzz light yeah said yeah that's great we've been in the park two and a half hours we haven't actually been on a ride yet he said, we'll give it to Buzz Lightyear. We don't like to give it out for things like Big Thunder Mountain because they break down regularly. And we don't want to compound the issue by giving you a fast pass for a ride that isn't working, then you'd be even more upset. Um, so it turns out that they don't give fast passes out for Big Thunder Mountain or Ratatouille because they know they that break they break down. down. Disney are aware that they break down a lot. So it's really interesting because Big Thunder never used to be an unreliable ride and it seems that Disney are now recognising that there seems to be a bit of an issue with Big Thunder. Um, so, But, in fairness to Disney, they are now on this. And one of the things we were talking about while we were there because Gwen said to me, well, why are Disney not doing this themselves? And I said, well, the problem is Disney Company doesn't own the whole of Disneyland Paris and I think we'll find that come a time when the Walt Disney Company start to own most of Disneyland Paris, we might actually have... Um, them financing the annual passes and all that sort of stuff like they currently do in Florida. So, fingers crossed it will change, but we don't know. Um, so, yeah, there was that. And then on the way home, uh, we we got a train from Disneyland Paris. We managed to catch that one to the train station, to the airport, got to the airport to find our EasyJet flight was delayed two hours. <laughs> Yay! So, I went, so we went to uh, the EasyJet desk and after a little bit of a... Uh, push they gave us uh, a voucher for free light refreshments of four euros 50 per person uh, they're so generous um yeah. and then we ended up being stuck at the airport it ended up not being a two-hour delay because the plane was then the delay was then brought forward an hour but by the time we actually took off we ended up leaving two hours late so yeah i got into bed instead of what should have been about half past 11 i ended up getting to bed at 20 past one this morning and had to be up for work nice and early which was really good Nice. So yeah, so EasyJet have not particularly uh, warmed the cockles of my heart this weekend, but thank you, David, the annual pass office, who uh, who's kind of given us a little more detail as to the reason why there's been so many issues. And it turns out this finance company that they've been using have not necessarily stuck to their end of the bargain, which is a bit of a shame, really, because it's looking bad on Disney and nobody really knows that. So there you go. So that was my weekend. Yeah, I was after hearing about all your annual pass problems. I was really worried about me going this weekend because we've had some similar problems. Yeah, but we've had to do, um, uh, we've had to phone and do direct payments ourselves every month. Yeah, 
Um, and my but my friend who is in the same situation as I am, she was there uh, last week and she has no problems with her own past. Oh well, they can. So hopefully we'll be fine. I just don't want to get. And it, it's going to. It worries me that I'll get there for the twenty fifth and I'll try and get in early with you guys to get into the park and they'll have blocked it again. I'll be really cross. But, Lucky you had like your bank statement to prove that you were. Yeah, I had I had all that sort of stuff to prove. Luckily, I had the internet. Yeah, to be able to prove. Look, mm-hmm. this is what we paid, and there's no there's no outstanding. This is absolutely fine. And we're like, oh yeah, sorry, you know, it's our fault. So there you go. So that's um, yeah, really good weekend overall. A few sour tastes left in the mouth, but other than that, on the whole, pretty <coughs> good. Okay, right. It's enough about me talking about my trip. Um, it's over to Gareth, because I don't know what Gareth's got for us, but he's got something up his sleeve. So, Gareth, what are you throwing at us? Oh, tell you what, can you play your music, please? Would you like some music? Okay. I'd love some music. Here we go. So, we're going to play a game. Is, is that enough? Oh, well, it's up to you. I, I could listen to it all day. Oh, I get so right. nervous when I hear that. Go on then, what you got? Right, basically, um, I'm sick of not winning. <laughs> right, so, okay. Um, I'm, go- I'm going to run the quiz. So the, I, I, the reason I don't win is because I'm hosting it. <laughs> so it's a re- you've actually got a reason not to win this time. Yeah, it's like if I was playing, then obviously I would have won. Right, is that how it works? From the scenario, okay. And okay, okay, that's that's fine. We'll go, we'll go with that. That's fine. Okay, so what we got then? Uh, we are going to do Disney Brit. Play your cards right. Oh man, okay. <clears throat> okay, so um, is everyone familiar with the the nineties Bruce's Play Your Cards Right? Yes. Oh gosh, yes. Oh, Susan, yeah. Susan, were you like born then? I don't know if you. Well. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Do you, do you want to check your birth certificate? Or, uh, Let me get it out. We can we can hold off, you know. While... I was probably crawling on fours, you know, with a dummy in my mouth, but you know. Okay. Well, but you right. Okay, that's fine. I think we've got to the fact that we. I think we'll remember it. Okay. Right. So basic rules. Um, there's gonna be three rounds because uh, we've got an odd number. So we'll do. Adam versus Susan, Adam versus John, then John versus Susan. Okay. Okay. Um, to start each round, there's going to be a question for control of the board. <laughs> right. So um, one one person will answer the question, and the other person will guess if it's the real answer, higher or lower. Yeah. And whoever's closest gets control of the board. Um, the boards are a range of topics. Uh, which feed into well, one of them feeds into the survey that. Um, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got so many. Res- I, was li- I was literally expecting about twenty people to respond. Yeah. Um, I think we've got nearly two hundred and fifty. Wow. Oh. Okay. Wow. And you guys cost me twenty-six quid. Sorry. To find a, a premium membership. We do so pre- thanks for that. <laughs> to apologise for that. So if we um, if we all do, we all need to play our buzzers so you know what we've got. Yeah. Okay. So who's going to start? I'll go. go okay, John's going to Okay. Yeah, here's mine. Woohoo! Big summer blowout. Okay. Susan. It's like that's not at all annoying, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and this is mine. Oh, 
How applicable. <laughs> okay. Right, go on. Okay. <laughs> I was expecting yours to go on for longer than that, sorry. Mine. All right. That's it. Okay, so um, I'll explain what happens on the board once we go up there. Okay. But the first, first question mm. is Adam and Susan. Okay. Buzz in. Yeah. Okay, so Walt Disney World announced they're going to close Tower of Terror or replace it with Guardians of the Galaxy. What percentage of the listeners said that this would be a positive change? Um, I'm going to say 37%. 37%. Susan, what are you going, higher or lower than that? I'm going to go higher. Higher. The actual response was 27%. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because it's a terrible, terrible idea. Okay, I'm surprised I, even that many people. Yeah, here, well, it? I, I, it's just trolls, John. It's the age we're living. See, I thought it was going to be close. It's going to be very close. Do you know what that is? That's fake news. Fake news. <laughs> That's what it is. Okay. All right. So, so I get control of the board, don't I? You get control of the board. Okay. You write this six potential boards: A, B, C, D, E, or F. Which one would you for like? D. D. Yeah. That, this is Walt Disney World E-Trees by TripAdvisor Ranking. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, so um, you're going to start. I'm going to give you a restaurant to start with. I'm going to tell you what the next one is, and then you guess if that is higher or lower. So your first one is Teppanedo, and that okay. was ranked at 66. Okay. The next one is Yakinetti. Do you think that was higher, meaning it was closer to being number one or lower? Um, this is a tricky one because having never eaten in them, I having never eaten in, in Yakinetti, I don't know. I haven't got any kind of personal experience in which to. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> Lower. You're saying lower? I'm saying it lower. It was lower. It was 77. Wow. Oh. So I thought it was going to be higher. Mm, I was a bit unsure of that one, yeah. Mm. Okay. The next one is... I'm randomising these, by the yeah. way. Victoria and Albert. Yeah. Oh. Higher or lower? I think that's going to have to be higher. It was... Oh. You're so jummy. That is actually the number one ranked. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be higher. You looked out there. Okay. California Grill. Oh, well, it's going to be lower. Is it higher or lower than number one? It's going to be lower. Yes. Panic over. (laughs) That's lucky. It It was ranked 39. Wow. So, oh, I'm surprised okay. at that. I'm really surprised at that. Probably like at least top 20. That's really surprising. There's only two restaurants in Disney World that are in the actual top 20 because it counts the entire area. Okay. So I think um, like Swan and Dolphin have got some in there as well. Right, okay, fair enough. The other partner hotels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the next one is Siffins. Where? Higher or lower? And California Grill. Where what, sorry? Tiffins. Tiffins. Oh, this is a new one. Yeah. 
I would say probably lower because it's probably not had anywhere near as many reviews because it's so new. It is lower. It's 89. Yes. Okay, so your last one for a clean sweep. Oh, wow. Okay. Points. Yachtsman Steakhouse. Higher. Something higher than Tiffin's. Yeah. It's not. It's lower. Oh, no! Yachtsman Steakhouse! 90th ranked restaurant. Wow. I'm amazed. Come on, Disney fans. Get your TripAdvisor going. But it, it was beneath um, Cape May Cafe. <laughs> Really? Yorkshire County Fish Shop. No, oh shut up. Oh, Yorkshire County Fish Shop is, what, is 55. See, this, this proves my theory. This is stupid people, stupid people, stupid people vote in larger numbers. This is <laughs> it's true. Yorkshire <laughs> Fish and Chip Shop is worse than any school fish and chip dinner I've ever had in my life. How is it possibly higher than Yoxman Steakhouse? I said that there That's were only ridiculous. two Walt Disney World restaurants in the top 20. That's mad. So yeah. the other one was. You, you would never guess it. Um, Garden Grill. It's, it was Blaze Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it was 12. Right, <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's proof that that's the most pointless survey in the world. That, uh, like top 10 of whatever it is. Okay. So do I lose that out, lose out on that completely? No, no, you, get, you got four, so that's 40 points. Okay, right. That's cool. Okay. So, next round is Adam and John. Oh, man. Okay. Oh. Get my questions back up. Oh, guys. Oh, man. No pressure. Okay. Question number two. We asked if you could visit Walt Disney World on the condition that you have to do the trip solo, would yeah. you do it? Big blowout. <laughs> Adam got that so it's the Adam percentage <laughs> of people who would do it, yeah. is that right? Yep. Uh, I would say like 80%. 80%. John, you, do you think the answer was higher or lower? I actually think it's ever so slightly lower. So, I, yeah, I think it's lower. Oh. Ooh. John's correct, it was 77%. No way. Oh, it's 3% off. I was Rubbish. thinking th about 75%. You're pretty good at nailing these percentages at the moment. What's this all about? Look at that. So, John, okay. So, I, I can sit back now and watch John mess it up. <coughs> uh, have a go. Watch John crumble. No, you <laughs> John. You can do it. Go on, John. Your choices, John, are A, B, C, E, or F. Let's go for E. E. This is Disney Parks by annual attendance. <laughs> okay. He's rubbing his okay. hands together. Okay, so your I first am. one is Go on then. Epcot. So this, this is 2015 attendances. Mm -hmm. Oh, I should add, um, and if John gets it wrong before the end, Adam can steal the points. Okay, that's cool. Um, so the Epcot attendance was 11 million. 798,000 in 2015. Okay. Is Hong Kong Disneyland Last. higher or lower? Lower. Or attendance was 6.8 million. China one. Okay, so your next park is Disneyland Park at Disneyland Paris. Higher or lower than Hong Kong Disneyland? Higher. 
I think it's around 10 million, isn't it? It is. It's 10.3 million. Oh, wow. cool. Come on. So your next one is Tokyo Disney Sea at Tokyo Disney Resort. I'm going to go higher. Going higher. Yeah. It was. It was 13.6. Wow. Well done, John. Look at this. I was unsure on that one. I was like, it's either going to be ever so slightly higher or ever so slightly low, and it turns out it's actually quite a lot higher. Okay, so your next park is Disney California Adventure at Disneyland Resort. Higher or lower than 13.6 million? This is like when you actually do and get your cards right and you pull out a seven. Yeah, yeah, it probably is, actually. You're probably right. <laughs> But I'm going to say, I'm going to say, oh gosh. Listeners are probably shy. I'm going to say lower. Going lower, you sure? Yes. It was lower, it was 9.38. Oh, well done. Okay, so the last one, John. Okay. And it is Disney's Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World Resort. Oh. Higher or lower than nine point two million. as well. Twenty fifteen. We are when stuff was open. <laughs> <laughs> None of that matters. Higher or lower than nine million, nine and a half million. And Epcot was eleven and a half million, wasn't it? Epcot was eleven point eight. I'm going to say. I'm actually. Oh God! I'm going to say higher. Higher than 9.38 million. Yeah. It was. I it think was he's right. Yeah, oh, yeah I just yes. said he's right. <laughs> Clean sweep. Oh. I wasn't even doing it. I was nervous for you, mate. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because if I remember rightly, it's like, didn't like most Disney parks sort of dominate the top 10? They're in like the top 10, yeah. That I think year. So. Um, in there. No. I'm sure like Because yeah. if I remember rightly I think it was like something like California Adventure was like way off everybody else or something. No, no it wasn't a lie. There was another one that was further down the list but I don't which, remember which, which one which is. The, which is the worst Disney park known to man? Well Disney Studios oh, yeah. Disneyland Paris. Yeah it was 4.4 4 million. Oh. Wow because yeah. I know Hong Kong Disneyland's not particularly didn't do particularly great or isn't doing particularly great. Probably doing worse now, I'd imagine Shanghai's opened. Yeah, that's true. Well that's why they've invested all that money in it, haven't they? Yeah. One point five billion yeah. Hong Kong dollars. There you go. Anyway, sorry, I'm going this yeah. completely off track. Sorry, it's fine. Um so next round is John and Susan. And your question is <sighs> We asked the listeners is it acceptable to wear ponchos on Splash Mountain? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Think some blowout. John got there first. Right, John, what percentage are you I'm going to say that a lot of people said no. So I'm going to say about 17% said it was acceptable. Okay, Susan, do you think more people said it was acceptable or less than 17%? Oh, um, I'm just basing it of like what I've said, 
And I said, yeah. <gasps> Susan, it's never acceptable to wear a poncho in Yeah, but I've Splash got a Mountain. really nice poncho. I've got one with flowers on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not down to design. It's no, down to the ethics of it. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go lower. Oh. Yeah, lower. Lower than 17%. That's wrong. It was higher. Forty-five percent. Forty-five percent. What? See, guys, it's a designer poncho. Go for it. That doesn't help you now, Susan, because you lost. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh my god. So you've got you've got to hope that John goes wrong here. Damn it! Can't your guys' reaction put me off? Blame <laughs> <laughs> us. Oh, they're on shot. <laughs> I better go lower. <laughs> Okay, John, you've got board A, board B, um, <coughs> board C, or board F. Let's go for right at the start and go A. Okay, board A is the responses to the listener survey. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, clearly I've not got any of this right. 45% want punch. Yeah, alright. <laughs> yeah, this this is gonna could go horribly wrong. <laughs> alright, so first one. Okay, so we said um forty five percent of people think it's acceptable for a punch on Splash Mountain, that's your starting point. So the next mm -hmm. question I'm asking you're saying is that's gonna be higher or lower than forty five percent. Okay. Okay. So we asked if you could visit Disneyland Paris for free for the rest of your life on the condition you could never go to another Disney park, would you do it? Do you think more people said they would than 45 or less? I think less. Less. Did. It was 14%. Whoa. That's really small. That is really small. Mm. I think there's got a lot of Disney World fans. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. I think maybe some of them were American. Yeah. Okay, it's going to cost below to get to Paris, so no. Okay, so the next question we ask is, if Disney offered an unlimited fast pass for $100 a person for the day, would you buy it? More or less. Higher than 14. I think, I think it's going to be higher than 14%. Higher. It, was. it wasn't that high, though. It was 34%. Disney oh. do offer an unlimited fast pass for, like, it used to be 80 euros, didn't it? Did they? Disneyland Paris. Oh, Disneyland Paris. Yeah, not, not Disney World, Disneyland Paris, but there was one that existed. Yeah. I, I've said yes. Okay, the next question was... <laughs> so, would you make an 18-hour round trip to Orlando for one day at Disney World? Right, More okay. or less. Oh, right. No. Ooh. <laughs> in, in the share... When I shared out this survey on my own personal Facebook... This oh, was the one question that most people asked follow-up questions to. They okay. asked, I got asked all kinds of different factors. In fact, one guy, I even got into a bit of an argument with them and accused them of being that guy. Like, don't, don't, oh, man. That guy. Oh, I, I really oh, man. <laughs> um, so, do I think I higher than 34% uh, or not? I think higher. Higher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I think if you take cost out, then 
and I know cost wasn't a factor, but I'm assuming people will think money's no object. I think most people would do it. 49% of people said that they would do it. Wow. That's close. You wouldn't, did you say? No. I wouldn't do it. No. I, th- I would. I think I would. Yeah, I would as well. I'm sad enough to do that. I went to. I mean, I went to. I went to Disneyland Paris in one day and then came back the next. Well, that's well, what we're. That's what we're doing for the yeah. 25th anniversary. Admittedly, it's like a 40-minute oh, yeah, flight. True, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but that's a special occasion. It is. Yeah, it is. Special occasion. It's mm. yeah, like this. Christmas for us Disney fans. Well, some of us aren't going. So. Oh well, you're going to Florida soon. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. Right, this one was just for Adam. We asked, would you ride It's a Small World constantly from park opening to park closing if it meant that you got unlimited fast passes for the next day? I think more or less than 49% of people said yes. (laughs) Unlimited fast passes is a good good compromise, but it's, it's a small world. All day, for a whole day. You're looking at 14 hours of it's a small world, aren't you? Yeah. I'm going to say less than 49% said yes. For an unlimited fast pass. Yeah. You're right, it was 45%. Oh, oh, that's still really high. <laughs> that's still very high. Yeah. That is really high. What's the percentage? 45. 45%. I'm assuming you weren't in that 45%, Adam. No. <laughs> Did anyone say yes? I said no. I said no. If it was I, something like Buzz Lightyear, no, okay, it'd be okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could do Buzz Lightyear. Was it? it doesn't offend me, though. It's a small Can I read a book? So now. Yeah, am I allowed to wear headphones that plays different music? <laughs> well, there's, there's no caveat that said you had to, you had to fully embrace the experience. You'd have to be kind boat. Can I have snacks? Yeah. If you've brought them with you, you can't then get out the boat and get them oh, out. Oh, well, I mean, I, I, I'm factoring what you do about toilet. Oh, especially oh. there's water around you. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oh, it end up being like that episode of The Simpsons where she it drinks will. the water. Yeah. Comes the lizard <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> right. Oh, so sure the I'm... final question to end the game. We asked, is Pandora at World of Avatar going to be a success? I, th- oh, I think... 45% of people. I think simply because there's been quite a lot of media coverage on it at the minute, I think there's a bit of a buzz around it, so I'm going to say that mm. it would be higher than 45%. I can tell you... It was. It was eighty-three percent. Wow! It's success. Yes, seventeen but people. Seventeen percent with me. People two years ago, I think the answer would have been no, higher <laughs> towards the nose. Yeah. What? Even six months ago. Yeah. It's just that there's it's so like, much bits coming out now that it's actually kind of getting a bit exciting. Is it wrong that I put no just because I wanted to prove a point? <laughs> <laughs> what? What point is that? That I don't want it to be a success because I hate it and I want everyone else to realise that I was right. <laughs> what, Pantor? You hate, you, what, you hate Avatar? Yeah, I, well, Avatar, yeah. And therefore it shouldn't be a success because it's not allowed yeah. to See, be. See, for me, having... Film. <laughs> you know what? 
So therefore, that's, I win. <laughs> but clearly not, because 83% of people don't agree with me. Oh. Oh, well. There you go. All right. So That's rubbish, because out of 250 of those people who responded, I was 230 of them, and I still lost. <laughs> anyway, sorry, carry on. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> yeah, come on, Dave. Can you just declare me the winner? Thank you. Yeah, it's all yeah, right. So he wins. By, by, by default of me not playing, John has won convincingly. <laughs> okay. 100 points versus Adam's 40 with Susan getting nil point. <laughs> <laughs> You're not bringing that with you to Disneyland Paris, are you? Uh, maybe, maybe uh, not. It's quite maybe. quiet. It's a sumsum. It could fit anywhere. Oh, well, anyway. Um, <laughs> this is a family show. Thank you very much. Is that the end of the quiz? At the end of the quiz, yeah. Because we're oh. keeping it under an hour. There you go. So John wins. Uh, that was great, Gareth. That was good. Well, I've got a nice surprise for you because on the next Bite Size, we're bringing back the Disney debates. So uh, we're going to be doing that. We're going to bring everyone back and uh, we're going to do Disney debates on the next show because it'll be hilarious. But uh, okay, so that is the end of the show then, which means it's time for... And um, I don't want to say too much, but has anybody seen Beauty and the Beast yet? Yes. No. I'm good on Sunday. Okay, we won't say too much then because I've not seen it either. And I've heard mixed reviews from film people. But, I'm uh, going to give it a seven and a half out of ten. Ooh, Ooh. controversial. Okay, interesting. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, that's our bite sized show for this week. Katie couldn't join us. She was um, having a posh meal somewhere to do with work. <laughs> yeah, something to do with work, isn't it? But me and Katie are off then, to Disneyland on Thursday. Yes, John and Katie yeah. are off to Disneyland on Thursday, which is awesome. And, so watch uh, out on the Twitter and the Facebook. Because there'll be loads of Twitter. We will be uploading pictures because it's all the anniversary launch stuff. So yes, so they'll be there for the anniversary there. launch, uh, which is going to be awesome. So they'll be there. And then, of course, on the actual 25th, the 12th of April, uh, myself, John, and I believe, heart of the press, Susan, uh, is going to be joining us. We're all going to be going out for the actual date of the 25th, and we're going to be there for that particular day and taking part in lots of stuff. And from what we understand, although we're not allowed to officially say anything, from what we understand, it is going to be pretty big which is going to be quite cool. So we're looking forward to being there for that, which will be really cool. But in the meantime, uh, if you want to send us any comments, questions, suggestions, anything like that, you can send an email to radio at disneybrit.com. You can also go onto Twitter at disneybrit and facebook.com forward slash podcast, And uh, you just contact us there if you would like to. Uh, but we will be back in two weeks' time where we will uh, talk about some more stuff. I have no doubt we will have a full review from John and Katie with regards to all of the stuff that's going on in Disneyland Paris for its 25th anniversary, which will be awesome, and some of the bits and pieces too. So, uh, thank you, John. Thank you. Thank you, Gareth. Thank you, Adam. And thank you, Susan. Thank you. Oh, man, I'm just playing that again. <laughs> and we will see you in a couple of weeks' time. Until then, see ya.
and thank you. <laughs>